Welcome back again, friends, to Your Daily Bible Podcast as we continue working our way through the story. Today we are going to be in Exodus chapter 17. I'm going to read to you verse 1 through 7. Now the Israelite people have just been led out of Egypt miraculously by God and crossed the Red Sea on dry ground, and the nation of Egypt's army is swallowed up by the Red Sea behind them, an incredible moment of God's faithfulness. They get to the other side and a worship service breaks out. They're singing songs. They're dancing. Miriam's playing the tambourine. There's excitement of God leading his people, of God um, bringing them up out of captivity, of God swallowing the horse and rider. It's an exciting time. And then as they head out into the desert, we begin in chapter 17. The whole Israelite community set out from the desert of Sin, traveling from place to place as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. So they quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses replied, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you put the Lord to the test? But the people were thirsty for water there, and they grumbled against Moses. They said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to make us and our children and our livestock die of thirst? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, What am I to do with these people? They're almost ready to stone me. The Lord answered Moses, Go out in front of the people. Take with you some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will stand there before you by the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock, and water will come out of it to the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the place Massa, or Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled and because they tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Okay, amen. So we are at one of these points in Scripture where you may just be shaking your head, thinking, how could these people who just experienced so many enormous miracles, how could they possibly already be grumbling and complaining? But friends, the reality is, this is something that happens in your and my life all the time. You see, when we have unmet expectations, or we don't feel like God is doing the things that we feel like he should be doing, or we feel like God has forgotten us, or we feel like God isn't paying attention, it can quickly lead us to a place of dissatisfaction. When our attention shifts from what we have and what we know to what we don't have, or at least what we perceive we don't have and what we're experiencing in the moment. The people of Israel began to complain immediately. God led them out of the land, and before they even reached the Red Sea, they're already complaining that God brought them out there to die. They say, aren't there enough graves in Egypt? They're already complaining. They get across the Red Sea, and they begin complaining once again. We don't have enough to drink. Did you really bring us out here to die? And it says the question that they had was, is the Lord among us? or not? Friends, this is a question I believe that many of us wrestle with to this day, because we have this idea that if the Lord is with us, that means nothing bad or nothing difficult or nothing challenging 
or at least no waiting is going to be on the agenda. If God is with us, then that means I'm going to get everything the way I want it, when I want it, and how I want it. But we're going to learn from the story, friends, that that's not the way that it is. Now, God is leading his people. He's literally out front as a pillar of fire, and he's going to provide for his people as his plan was all along in miraculous and amazing ways. I mean, rocks in the desert don't just spout out water, but God's going to do miracles for them, miracles upon miracles. But still, in our humanity, they're going to turn away. They're going to grumble. They're going to wish God was doing it differently. And friends, this can be a warning to you and I. God is still at work in your life, and the person of the Holy Spirit is in you and in this world, and he is working the will and the purposes and the plans of God for you in your life, for your good, to give you a hope and a future. But in the moment, we can feel like God has forgotten us. So today, friends, I encourage you, don't be a grumbler. Don't be a complainer. Be a worshiper. Call out to God. Trust God. Trust God's timing and believe that he has your good in heart, in mind, and in plan. Let's pray. God, I I thank you again for these stories because they're a reminder to us, God, of our ability as humans to walk away, to get confused, to grumble, to, to live in fear when actually, God, you had a different plan for your people just as you have for us. So, God, I pray today that we will take heart, that, God, we will trust, that we will believe, and that we will follow. And we will do so, God, without grumbling or without complaint. In Jesus' name, amen.